easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Coming up, the president makes a visit to South Texas to tell progress on the border wall. Security is tied around the state capitol building in Austin as the legislative session begins. The feds are releasing a larger volume of coronavirus vaccine doses for use. A Washington lawmaker wants a national hymn. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. KTSA AccuWeather. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly. Low 26 in the hill country to 31 along the river walk. Tomorrow and Thursday, plenty of sunshine. High tomorrow, 63. High Thursday, 68. Plenty of sunshine for Friday. High 61. I'm Brian May with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. This is Texas News Radio. President Trump possibly making his last trip as president in Texas as the White House tries to show what Mr. Trump has accomplished in his four years as president. On the border to look at a section of newly built wall and to praise the Border Patrol, President Trump started by saying free speech is under assault and that the 25th Amendment is of no risk to him but will hurt Joe Biden and saying this as he praised the wall. Yeah, we can't let uh, the next administration even think about taking it down, if you can believe that. There is no indication that President-elect Biden has any desire to take down the wall. He has indicated construction will be halted. Alex Stone, EBC News. The first day of the Texas legislative session has adjourned, but security remains tight at the state capitol in Austin. DPS troopers with riot gear are posted at every entrance to the state capitol. Some are wearing tactical vests and carrying zip ties, but there have been no signs of anyone trying to breach the building today. There were a few protesters earlier, some calling for the state to secede, others protesting the required COVID-19 tests to get into the Capitol. One man was escorted off the grounds here because he was carrying a long gun. Now the protesters are gone. There were just a few of them, but the heavily armed DPS troopers remain. Reporting from the state Capitol in Austin, I'm Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. State Comptroller Glenn Hager says the state's budget faces a shortfall of nearly a billion dollars, which is not as bad as earlier forecast. Hager yesterday delivered the traditional two-year forecast of the state's economy prior to the new legislative session, which starts started today. The uh, projected $950 million budget gap is much less than the $4.5 billion shortfall forecast at the beginning of the pandemic. The pandemic shutdown slash sales tax revenues and the oil and gas industry has suffered this year as well. Former Texas Congressman Ron Paul says he's been blocked from using Facebook. The father of current Kentucky Senator Rand Paul 
tweeted a screenshot showing his Facebook page has been disabled for repeatedly going against community standards. And I thought, why why would they do that? I uh, follow a policy and a philosophy of nonviolence and peace. And, uh, oh, yeah, but, uh, you you know, this you're dangerous. uh, You may be supporting terrorism. And Paul said he was given no warning and was not told how he violated community standards. His most recent post linked to an article he wrote denouncing censorship on social media. No, you did not see Chuck Norris at the Capitol riots this week in D.C. If you thought you saw the actor in photos during the violence at the Capitol, you are mistaken. Norris tells People magazine that he's been on his ranch in Texas with his family. A man named Matthew Bledsoe has been identified as the man that looks very similar to Norris, posing with a Trump supporter in a viral photo last week. Norris is a Republican and endorsed Trump in 2016. He did not make a public endorsement in November's election. Sarah Bartlett, NBC News. Radio. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks closed flat as investors weigh political turmoil, higher rates, and possible stimulus. The Dow rose 60 points, the S&P 500 added two, and the Nasdaq closed up 36. The rollout of vaccines has the markets anticipating a big rebound for the economy and corporate profits as daily life begins to return toward normal later this year. Investors are also hopeful of another round of stimulus, with Democrats soon to have control of the White House, the Senate, and the House. However, the gains are are not so big that critics say stocks and other investments are getting too expensive. Layoffs spiked in November compared with the previous month and the number of job openings slipped. A sign the job market is stalled as resurgent coronavirus has discouraged consumer spending, while the layoffs were concentrated among restaurants, bars, and hotels. The slowdown in job postings was widespread across most industries, a sign that businesses in general are reluctant to hire new workers. Daria Albinger, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. The federal government is now recommending everyone over 65 be vaccinated against COVID-19. Expanding the guidelines is meant to kickstart lagging vaccine distribution. Here in New York, it makes 7 million people eligible, but the state receives 300,000 doses per week. So Governor Andrew Cuomo said health workers will still get priority. If I get sick or you get sick, Uh, we're not a super spreader. A nurse or a doctor is. To further accelerate inoculations, the Mets are making City Field a 24-7 mass vaccination site starting in two weeks. The mayor said it will vaccinate about 6,000 people a day. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Michigan's former governor and others will soon be in court over the Flint, Michigan water disaster that that became a symbol of environmental racism. Former Governor Rick Snyder was still in office in 2014 when state-appointed managers moved to save money by switching the city's water to the Flint River, which allowed lead-contaminated water into a system used by nearly 100,000 mostly black residents. At the same time, there was an outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. Twelve people died. Public officials and insisted that the tap water was safe despite the dangerously high lead levels. Many there still don't drink the water, and the fallout from the scandal has left many afraid to take the COVID-19 vaccines as well. Allison Keyes, CBS News. Social distancing concerns are triggering separate trials for the four former Minneapolis police officers charged in connection with the custody death of George Floyd. Judge Peter Cahill ordered a separate trial for Derek Chauvin. The fired Minneapolis police officer was seen on cell phone video pressing his knee on George Floyd's neck until he lost consciousness and later died. Chauvin's murder trial starts in Minneapolis on March the 8th. The other three former officers assisting in the arrest will be tried together for aiding and abetting 
starting August 23rd. In his ruling, Judge Cahill stated social distancing guidelines could not be met if all four defendants were tried at the same time. Al Shock for CBS News, Minneapolis. A federal lawmaker is proposing a national hymn. South Carolina Congressman James Clyburn, the highest ranking black American in Congress, is proposing the song have a place alongside the Star Spangled Banner. Lift Every Voice has been considered the black national anthem for years. The majority whip says making it the official national hymn would be an act of bringing the country together. It was written by James Weldon Johnson, an NAACP leader in 1899. The group says it was first performed by schoolchildren a year later at a birthday celebration honoring former President Abraham Lincoln. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Taco Bell is doling out free tacos every Tuesday and Thursday when the San Antonio Spurs play a game. Through the current Spurs season, fans can get two free crunchy tacos with the purchase of a large drink at participating Taco Bell locations in the San Antonio area. The freebie is good on any Tuesday or Thursday Spurs game, whether the game is home or away. Limit one freebie per person. By the way, the Spurs have a game tonight in Oklahoma City against the Thunder. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pudger, and in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs return to action tonight as they sit at 5-5 five and five on the year, looking to bounce back from the loss to the Timberwolves on Sunday. Tonight, they wrap up their five-game road trip in Oklahoma City as they take on the Thunder, who are 5-4 and four on the year, but 0-3 at home this season. Tip-off is set for 7, and remember, Game Night San Antonio will help to get you ready for that game at 6.30 on the Blitz with Jill Jelnick of Sports Tonight. DeMar DeRozan is out again for San Antonio due to personal reasons, his second straight game he'll miss, while Devin Vassell is listed as questionable with left knee soreness. In other NBA news, the Spurs now have two Johnson brothers again, as yesterday they selected Kelvin's brother, Caleb Johnson, with the 15th pick in the second round of the 2021 G League Draft. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys have their new defensive coordinator as they have come to an agreement with Dan Quinn. In other NFL news, according to Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio, Buzz is building in league circles that former Lions and Colts head coach Jim Caldwell could be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. Florio also reported later in the day that the Texans are interviewing former Vikings head coach and current Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier for their head coaching vacancy, while NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that they're also interviewing Ravens assistant head coach, passing game coordinator, and wide receivers coach David Culley. I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. Coming up, the president speaks publicly about his role in last week's violence at the U.S. Capitol building, the Texas legislature's in session, and considering a broad range of bills. Planned federal executions before the changing of administrations may not happen, and there are two big lotto jackpots out there that you could possibly win. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Asked whether he feels any responsibility for last week's deadly mob violence at the Capitol, President Donald Trump insisted his rally speech beforehand was totally appropriate. At the border wall in McAllen, Texas, the president insisted he won't have his powers stripped by the cabinet and vice president. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me. But Mr. Trump suggested the next president might be subject to it. Be careful what you wish for. 
The president decried the rioting at the Capitol, insisting his supporters respect law enforcement. But on the eve of a likely House vote to impeach him for inciting the violence, he ominously warned it would cause tremendous anger. Which is very dangerous for the USA, especially at this very tender time. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News. A message of unity from the newly elected Speaker of the Texas House. Republican Representative Dade Phelan called for unity following the violence last week at the Capitol. Our 87th session, we have the opportunity to lead by example and work on real issues of real significance for the people of Texas. Phelan urged members of the Texas House to work together. To do this, I encourage each of you to get to know one another and share your insights. Seek one another's point of view when you disagree and work together for the betterment of Texas. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The death of Las Vegas casino magnate Sheldon Adelson is expected to have an effect in the Texas legislature. Adelson had been pushing to expand casino gambling here, and Rice University political analyst Mark Jones says without his political influence, the plan is pretty much dead in the water. Republicans who are anti-casino gambling that might have been convinced by Adelson to allow it to go to a vote of people now I'm much more likely to say we're not going to support casino gambling. On top of his political donations to Texas Republicans, Adelson also hired a number of lobbyists to push for casino gambling this session, which was already seen to be a long shot. The man seen wearing a furry-horned hat during the riots at the Capitol made his first telephonic court appearance yesterday in Phoenix. Jacob Chansley's mother told KNXV-TV that her son refused to eat following his arrest Saturday because the food was not organic. He needs to eat. He hasn't eaten since Friday. And um, he gets very sick if he doesn't eat organic food. The judge ordered Chansley's public defender to work with the U.S. Marshal's office to resolve the food issues. The final federal execution set to take place before uh, President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration may not take place. Three scheduled federal executions are on hold, including one that would have been the first federal execution of a woman in nearly seven decades. Lisa Montgomery was to be put to death tomorrow, but the judge has found she is likely mentally ill. The planned executions of two other inmates later this week have also been halted because both tested positive for COVID-19. These are the last executions set to take place before President Trump leaves office. That's CBS's Steve Futterman. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News Tech Trends, the 2021 Consumer Electronics Show looks a lot different. Steve Koenig is the VP of Research at the Consumer Technology Association, which usually puts on CES in Las Vegas. This year, because of the coronavirus pandemic, the show will be completely online. We're going to have an anchor desk that will help attendees navigate uh, different uh, elements of the show, whether it's keynotes, conference sessions, uh, different product announcements. CTA is touting new features on the CES website that are supposed to recreate the feeling of an in-person event. There are tools that allow attendees to connect peer-to-peer, if you like, also to uh, arrange meetings. So there's a very interactive function with this. Next year's show is scheduled to return to Las Vegas, but... At the same time, we also will preserve that all-digital component. And so I think what you'll see in 2022 is, is really a hybrid event. With Tech Trends, I'm Jim Ryan, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
New threats and new responses follow the Capitol riot. She knows it's an extraordinary request, but D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser told ABC News the National Park Service must cancel protest permits from now through Inauguration Day. We want to make sure in a, in a very extraordinary time uh, that the appropriate limits are placed on gathering. The request came as House Democrats were briefed on multiple threats against Congress. As the House prepares to take potentially antagonizing impeachment votes, the FBI has warned an unnamed armed group has called for storming the Capitol if President Trump is removed before January 20th. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. The Texas legislature will consider at least 20 bills regarding marijuana in this year's session, but they all face an uphill battle. Both GOP and Democratic lawmakers have expressed an interest in decriminalizing pot, which is a step on the way to full legalization. But John Baucom, legislative director for Republicans Against Marijuana Prohibition, say, uh, with, uh, says uh, without the support of the governor and lieutenant governor, marijuana legalization is not going to happen. A Dallas County man accused of beating two homeless men to death with a sledgehammer has been charged with two counts of murder. The Dallas Morning News reports that 58-year-old Adelaido Esparza was indicted in late December in the deaths of Frederick Bill Meyer and Daniel Slusser. Bill Meyer was found bludgeoned to death at a bus stop in West Dallas back in October. Slusser was found unconscious and bleeding with a serious uh, head injuries at a strip mall in Oak Cliff a month later. Surveillance footage showing the attacks and the attacker's car led investigators to Esparza. The bloody sledgehammer and victim's DNA was found in his SUV. There's some good news for older people in need of a colonoscopy. Health experts say an at-home test for colon cancer, known as FIT, is as reliable as the traditional screening in a doctor's office or surgical center, and a whole lot more agreeable. Colon cancer screenings fell by 90% from March to May last year as the COVID-19 pandemic set in. That's CBS's Jim Crisula. Colon cancer represents the third highest cause of cancer deaths in the United States. Tonight's Mega Millions lottery jackpot is up to an estimated $625 million. Tomorrow's Powerball is an estimated $550 million. These lottery machines are working hard to keep up with demand for tickets as it skyrockets in just the past week. Double what they were for the same week last month. Louisiana Lottery spokeswoman Kim Chopin says with both jackpots over half a billion dollars, people are excited. Two jackpots running side by side, both in their respective top ten. Got people dreaming of vast riches. Dave Cohen for CBS News, New Orleans. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely Report. Like so many individuals, organizations, politicians, and even companies around the country, the nonprofit News Literacy Project condemned Wednesday's violence on Capitol Hill. But they took it a step further by advocating news literacy education for youth and adults. The people who stormed the Capitol were angry because they falsely believed that the election had been stolen from them. Even if that were true, it wouldn't justify violence. But the fact is that they were acting on something that is patently false. There will always be demagogues who lie to the public. But what we need is immunity from an information virus which can wreak havoc on our body politic no less than COVID-19 can do to our personal bodies. I urge everyone to go to connectsafely.org radio for links to the News Literacy Project and additional resources on media literacy. With the Connect Safely Report, I'm Larry Magid for CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. Coming up, there's an uptick in security around the state capitol building in Austin. A post about censorship gets a former Texas congressman banned from Facebook. 
A popular San Antonio entertainment venue may be getting shut down over COVID-19 protocol violations, and the nation's largest car manufacturer is charged up about its future. This is Texas News Radio from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Federal prosecutors expect more charges to be brought against members of the pro-Trump mob that stormed the Capitol last week. The FBI says it's opened 160 investigations into the storming of the Capitol as it continues to sort through 100,000 videos and photos included in tips to the agency. The FBI's Stephen D'Antuono. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Acting U.S. Attorney Michael Sherwin says prosecutors are also prepared to charge some of those already arrested with more serious offenses. We're looking at significant felony cases tied to sedition and conspiracy. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. Former Texas Congressman Ron Paul says he's been blocked from using Facebook. The father of current Kentucky Senator Rand Paul tweeted a screenshot showing his Facebook page has been disabled for repeatedly going against community standards. Paul wrote he was given no warning and was not told how he violated community standards. Ron Paul has been a critic of President Trump. He ran for the Republican presidential nomination in 2008 and 2012. There was no immediate comment from Facebook. I'm Tom Roberts. Videos making the rounds on social media show... A couple of crowded weekend concerts at a Cowboys dance hall. Few people wearing masks or observing social distancing guidelines. With the level of transmission that we're seeing out there, this is not the time to be having an event like that. San Antonio Mayor Ron Nuremberg says the city's enforcement team issued two more citations for COVID-19 safety violations, bringing the total to seven since the pandemic started. And Nuremberg says uh, that uh, any further issues could prompt the closure of the establish, uh, establishment on the northeast side of San Antonio. Texas legislature gaveled to order today to begin its biennial 140-day session in Austin, as in other state capitals, security will be top of mind. After an FBI advisory warned of armed protests at all 50 state capitals, additional Texas troopers have been assigned to the building in downtown Austin. But Texas is tricky because anyone with a concealed carry permit may legally take a firearm, not just to the grounds of the capitol, but inside the capitol as well. That's ABC's Jim Ryan. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is placing Cuba back on the blacklist of state sponsors of terrorism. With only nine days left in office, President Trump's administration announced the redesignation, which may complicate President-elect Biden's efforts to improve ties with Havana. In a statement, Pompeo said, With this action, we will once again hold Cuba's government accountable and send a clear message. The Castro regime must end its support for international terrorism and subversion of U.S. justice. This is the latest in a series of foreign policy steps the administration is taken in recent days to try to lock in policies before it leaves office. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, the White House. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. We've been hearing a lot about TV and film production being shut down in L.A. because of the coronavirus surge, but one show is back on set Tuesday. I would say we feel safe, but not too safe. The Connors star and executive producer Sarah Gilbert tells me it wasn't an easy decision, but she feels they can keep everyone healthy. A lot of testing to see where our cast and crew is at. We were bracelets to monitor how close people get to each other. Just sort of a lot of things like that that... We're hopeful that we can do it safely. A new episode of The Connors premieres Wednesday night on ABC. 
a bold move from Netflix. I'm getting to the good part. Promising a new movie every week this year featuring stars including Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Gal Gadot, Leonardo DiCaprio, and more. Meanwhile, there are rumblings of more moves. Deadline reporting that the James Bond film No Time to Die might switch dates again from April 2nd to this fall as theaters remain closed around the country. And the king of all media, Howard Stern, is 67 Tuesday. Jason Athenson, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Following the violence at the nation's capital, Texas Governor Greg Abbott was taking no chances. DPS troopers in riot gear surrounded the state capitol on the first day of the 87th legislative session. There were more DPS troopers and protesters on the grounds here, and there were no incidents other than a man being escorted off the grounds because he had a long gun. Outside the main entrance is a tent where people were required to get a COVID test if they wanted to get into the House or Senate gallery. Members of Fredericksburg Tea Party were protesting the required COVID test, saying this is our house. At the state capitol in Austin, I'm Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Texas Congressman Henry Cuellar supports the idea of a second impeachment of President Donald Trump. Cuellar says he feels the president egged on the people who rioted at the capitol last week. Cuellar says the House can move quickly, but they don't know how, uh, they don't know what the Senate will do. He says Senate Republicans can slow walk any impeachment because the GOP controls majority for a few more weeks. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi would first have to call the House back into session. President Donald Trump reportedly considering a long list of pardons, including for his family members and himself. But after last Wednesday's riot and breaching of the Capitol, largely seen as a result of urging by Trump, there are new issues with that self-pardon. If he goes forward with his intention to pardon himself, he's been warned by his lawyers if he pardons himself and he is later sued, including by people that were injured in that riot, the self-pardon could be seen as an admission of guilt and could make him more liable. The president reacted angrily at that and is suggesting that if he can't pardon himself, he's not going to pardon anybody else. That's ABC's Jonathan Carl. GM CEO Mary Barra says her company's move toward electric vehicles will mean a lot of changes in the way we get around. GM showing how electrification can add more technology in the short term and over the long term include things like autonomy, even short-range flying vehicles. Barra saying it's about more than going zero emission. But by using the transition to an all-electric vehicle future as an opportunity to reimagine how we move, making our EV future something people race toward. GM planning an electric delivery vehicle, an area that's seen growth during the pandemic. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Overseas, a Stalin-themed restaurant in Moscow has shut down after one day. Owner Stanislav Voltman still doesn't see what all the fuss was about. The head of the police in the district yelled at me furiously. Just because his restaurant had a burger named after Stalin's secret police chief, he says the officer... Humiliated me in every way possible and said that in 15 minutes all this would be torn off and removed. Sense of humor failure? Or perhaps a police chief was related to one of the 9 million Soviets killed in deportations, death camps, and famine during Stalin's blood-soaked reign. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Patchy clouds and chilly tonight, low 26 in the hill country, 31 along the Riverwalk. Tomorrow and Thursday, mostly sunny. High tomorrow, 63. The high Thursday, 68. I'm Brian May with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio.